So I was talking to my friends recently, and we were just reflecting on the year it has been. And every time the doorbell rang, <laughs> metaphorically speaking, it was a blessing, a boundary, a betrayal, or a new buddy. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> To the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, up your you. I'm your host, Isaiah. How are you? I'm just staring at something on my wall right now. It's a, a piece of decor, and like so many things just went through my head just now. This is always, you know what, y'all? First of all, I want to say I appreciate every person that takes the time to listen to this podcast. Um, I was talking to one of my clients recently and they were saying how, you know, oftentimes when we're in session or all the time when we're in session, it is me listening to them and it's, you know, they're, they're talking about their things and they're like, you know, I feel so bad in a weird way and I know I shouldn't. I'm like, yeah, this is your time. This is your space. But they're like, I listened to your podcast and for the first time I got to just listen to you. Ah. <sighs> What? <laughs> it was such a uh, an amazing sentiment. And it's so funny because in a lot of different ways uh, throughout the week, I was reminded, just unprompted, unprovoked of what I do, how I show up, and how it may impact other people without me knowing. And it was such a moment, like even some of my closest friends randomly, you know, just came out of the woodworks and said certain things to me. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> you know, who, what are you doing to me right now? What is this? You're blocked. <laughs> but no, some of the sweetest things were said. And, you know, it's just truly a gift that keeps on giving. And, you know, especially during the holiday season where there can be a lot of things that come up. <clears throat> Forgive my voice, but a lot of things can come up at one time. And, you know, it's a, it's an opportunity to reflect because sometimes, you know, holidays are mundane until what we used to have is no longer there, or there's been, um, a separation of some sort, or there's been an addition, right? There are all these little different big things, um, that come up around the holiday season. And I think for me, I was just thinking about how quick this year was. This was a very quick year, a very quick year. And I've learned so much about a lot of things. I've grown in a lot of ways more than I may realize or give myself credit for. But overall, it was just truly an opportunity to recognize, you know, how, how quick life is, right? How fragile it can be, um, 
the importance of relationships and I think the importance of being in relationship with people who also want to be in it. You know, the importance of having connections with people who also value them. Um, the importance of having a good relationship with yourself so you can recognize the differences. You know, I think a lot of times people go out into the world and are like, yeah, I want, I just want to have good people around me, et cetera. And it's like, but how good are you being? Are you aware of that? Right? How self-aware are you in terms of like how you may be choosing people to be around or even how you're, how you're treating yourself, right? You know, think about, <laughs> I, I was, I was, uh, I think I was just laying down and sometimes my, my biggest inspiration comes when I'm like laying down or I'm in a shower. I'm just like, I'm thinking, um, or not thinking it, you know what it, it's, it comes, it comes to me in very different ways. Um, you know, it's crazy. Some experiences will inspire me much later on than in that immediate moment. Um, and I'm cool with that. I am so cool with that. And then other times, you know, there are certain things that are happening in 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 action, and it's just like, oh, damn, this is it. And um, yeah, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine, and she basically coined it the fog of fuckery, <laughs> the fog of fuckery, and it's basically in that vein of. You know, when you're going through transitions, especially your connections, your significant connections, and things just don't make sense in terms of how they transpire. They make sense on a sub-level, but superficially, they just don't make sense. You know, how a person starts to behave, um, the the what you're picking up on that may not be, a, uh, I guess, visible to the naked eye. But you, you catch you catch the waves, you catch the vibes, you catch the energy. And it's foggy at first. But it's only foggy because you don't trust yourself enough to understand your experiences and the history of who you are to make certain decisions or to pick up on certain cues that something may be good for you or not, right? Intuition. And we were just talking and we were, you know, we were kind of catching up and it was just like, one of those moments of understanding like, oh, wow, this has been this has been significant to my year or this has happened. And it's 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 crazy, you know, and when you play it back like a tape or you you play detective almost, it's like I could see this coming and these little things are indicative of what was to come. Right. Um, and it's foggy. It could be very foggy. And sometimes when these things happen, they feel like an element of betrayal. And in some cases, you are being betrayed, right? Betrayal is not just, uh, you know, a malicious backstabbing uh, kind of process. Betrayal can simply look like somebody not taking care of their relationship with you, despite what they say they're trying to do or despite what they tell you they're going to do. They just never really show up. And what they're doing is they're kind of pigeonholing, right? They're taking up space that they're not taking care of. And in that, they're taking from you, right? And they're not being honest about it, right? Betrayal comes in a lot of forms, right? Inconsistencies is a form of betrayal, right? Actions and words not aligning, a form of betrayal, right? 
it's so interesting when you catch it. Okay. And the blessing in that is when when you when you recognize a certain a certain behavior or a certain action or a certain energies or a certain patterns. The blessing in, in that is that you are aware of something. You're aware of something. Okay. And when you have that awareness, you can do something about it. Right? When you have that awareness, you can definitely do something about it. And if you are aware of yourself and you are aware of your actions and you are aware of your character, you are aware of your reputation. You can most certainly trust that what I see and what I feel is kind of on the mark. And the way you really know it is because after you mention certain things or you address certain things, no matter how much somebody denies it, they cannot get it out of their system in terms of how they move. And they continue to do that same thing. But the only difference this time is that whatever they're doing, you're a little bit more removed from it. You're a little bit more removed, okay? The way I like to think about it is... is. Uh, by the time that I address something, I've been aware of it for quite some time. And in that time, I've made it a point to check in with myself, check in with my behavior, right? Hold myself accountable first before I bring the whole thing to the table. Because I want to make sure <clears throat> that I am not uh, persecuting this person, um, you know, misreading the signs or anything, I want to make sure, and especially if I value the person. Now, respect comes in because if I do notice something that seems a little off and I do respect the person in the relationship, I do want to have a conversation about it or I do want to offer up some clarity, right? That's kind of step two, right? It's not just about catching the things. It's about catching yourself in terms of how you deal with the thing. Okay, I always say if I respect somebody enough, ambiguity should not be a part of the equation. When you respect somebody, even if they're doing something that you may not necessarily agree with and it's affecting you, if you respect them and you respect the relationship and you have a level of self-respect, a conversation can be had. Okay, it's almost necessary, right? And then after that, <laughs> you get to see how they respond. You get to see how they reciprocate. You get to see how they show up. And if it is something that could be changed, you get to see if there's changed behavior after the apology that they give you. It's kind of a formula, okay? It's truly a formula. So for me, like I said, I assess, you know, I throw in accountability I ask questions. I listen. <laughs> and then I adjust. And then I adjust. And the funny thing about it is um, one of the things I don't fully like is that I'm really wrong. I like being wrong. <laughs> That's how 
often it doesn't happen or that's how little it happens. I am the type of person I love being wrong about people in that way because the goal is to keep relationships, right? So I'd rather be wrong. I'd rather read this situation wrong and know that, oh, it was, it was just a, it was just a miscommunication or, you know, misaligned perception. It was on me. I was like, all right, perfect. Cause I can adjust that, right? I could work on myself <laughs> if it's me. But if I spot a certain pattern or I spot certain behaviors or I recognize a certain energy and I value myself enough, the relationship is going to change. Inevitably, the relationship is going to change. I think I'm not the type of person that can sit in um, dis-ease or um, misalignment. I, I can't do it. I don't know how people do it. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, I have this friend. We don't really do this or I have this relationship and we're not, we're kind of this and we're kind of not. And it's like, it just seems like a ball of uncertainty and there's a fear of making the unnecessary adjustment. I cannot do it. I know that, I know that about me. I cannot do it. <laughs> you know, I give so much courage and, and power to people who, who do it. I can't, I cannot, right? I value clarity. I value it. Big time. And if it's not there, I will ask for it, right? In my spirit or the other person or both, I will ask for clarity. I will do my best to create clarity, okay? And sometimes I want you to be mindful too because even after a conversation of seeking clarity, you may still feel confused. The reason why is because on some level, the person's probably not being fully honest. And that's a thing too, right? The fog of fuckery. <laughs> you know, just because you see clarity and just because you're seeking open communication and you're having that does not mean that the person on the other end is showing up with full honesty and full clarity. And you'll know it. You'll know it because the relationship inevitably shifts. Okay? Someone who is intentional is going to look for ways to create clarity by design. They don't really kind of, it is not, uh, is not this ambiguous kind of mode of operation. Okay. And, um, you know, this therapist, he said, uh, people who deserve the benefit of the doubt, the people who actually deserve the benefit of the doubt really need it. They rarely need it. The people who actually deserve it rarely need it. Why? Because they don't constantly put you in situations to not only not trust yourself, but also not trust them. Okay? They kind of clear the fog. And the blessing in that is if you are receptive to what you recognize and how you feel and you're being fully honest and fully self-aware, the blessing in that is now you have the opportunity to notice this is not what I want and make some adjustments. And in that adjustment that you make, you're now creating life and, and opportunity and room for what you actually are seeking, for what you are, for what you deserve, honestly, right? People think automatically that because you walk away from somebody, you hate them. Or, you know, because somebody's no longer in your life or you guys aren't in any in each other's lives in the same way that there's automatically hate. 
that's not how it works. And I said this on a, a podcast episode a long time ago and somebody quoted me. I don't have to hate you first to love myself more. That is not a, a, a prerequisite. And I think a lot of people think like that is like, well, you know, I still love this person, so I got to try to make the relationship work or whatever. You cannot make a relationship work with somebody who's not doing the work on their end. It's never going to happen. What you're going to do is degrade yourself, devalue yourself. And in process, you're going to continue a perpetual pattern until you eventually become resentful. And then you really don't like the person. And now it's this blow up, right? You don't have to get to that point first to reach your threshold of understanding, okay, this person obviously doesn't really consider me. And they have no desire to. Okay. And taking good person, bad person off the off the table. Some people are just not considerate. <laughs> They're just not. Or the consideration doesn't really go past their convenient threshold, right? If it's not convenient for them, they don't really consider it. Or they don't consider you. And that's fine. Fine in the ways of that they don't have to change for you to make adjustments. Yes. And that's where boundaries come in. One of the best things that you can receive in this life is somebody's truth, okay? And your own. It's one of the best things. The reason why is because it now gives room for what's necessary, what you're seeking, and what you desire, right? When you're truthful and when you allow the other person to be truthful, when you stop forcing things, okay? When you just allow things to be what they are. Okay, that's something that I've really learned over time. I think this year, especially um, a lot of, like I said, adjustments in a lot of a lot of areas of my life, a lot of areas of my life. Right. There were some amazing things to come about this year. And, you know, there was some necessary clarity to come about this year, too. Right. There was always a package waiting at my door. Always. Right? Sometimes it was a boundary. <laughs> Sometimes it was a new buddy. Right? Sometimes it was a betrayal. Right? But in all, it was always a blessing at my door. You know? The gift that keeps on giving is self-awareness, honestly. Because with awareness, there is accountability, right? And sometimes if you're, you're wondering what could I have done more of to keep a relationship, sometimes the more that you are considering doing or thinking about doing is you thinking less of yourself. That's the only way you'll be able to keep some relationships alive. Is by slowly being willing to, to kill yourself off. That's the only way certain relationships are going to work. Why? Because the relationship desires or the person in the relationship in one way or another is expecting you to tolerate their lack of effort or their mistreatment. 
But if there's one thing I value so much is um, when you're in these impasses and you're in these these moments of uncertainty, even in your professional life, like, you know, in terms of like just life purpose, like, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Should I be doing this? You know, am I wasting my time, et cetera? Personally or professionally, you will get reminders. Like I said, my people were just saying some of the kindest things to me and it was unprovoked and unprompted. And it's not, I wasn't looking for it at all. I was just kind of going about my day, doing my thing. And then somebody just says something. I'm like, whoa, right? So even in those moments where there is a breaking of a bond or there is a certain betrayal or, you know, there's a certain pain body that you're wearing about a situation or about circumstances, you will be reminded of who you are. And you will also be reminded of how your actions impacted other people. You will be reminded of how your work matters. (laughs) And all of that is because you are doing you. You are doing what you're supposed to be doing. Um, There was a lot of quotes this week too. It's like, you know, being a good person is not about doing things out of convenience. It's about doing things with conviction, right? You know, there are people who are conveniently good, and a lot of times it's because of what they're seeking. And then there are people who are consistently kind. Mm. There are people who are conveniently good. And there are people who are consistently kind. Oh man, I'm gonna write that down. Please hold. <laughs> that is a that is a word. And no matter how you know, I I I I uh, I think over time I've also become very sensitive to the word good. Right, I don't necessarily go through life labeling myself as a good person or telling people, hey, I'm such a good person, you know. Sometimes I'm however you treat me. (laughs) You know, if you mistake my kindness for weakness or something that you can step on, you are going to get the side of Isaiah that is very protecting of Isaiah. The side of Isaiah that doesn't play about Isaiah. And that's because he's a kind person, right? Even kind people are kind to themselves. Mm. However, kind people don't need to remind you that they're kind. They just do. They just are, right? So, as holiday season approaches, or we're in the throes of it, I just want you to think about the year, reflect, and, and... Think about what blessings have come to you in in weird packages, right? (laughs) Very unassuming packages where where you experienced maybe heartbreak and what helped heal your heart. Um, You know, what bonds were broken, but what bonds were built, you know, and how much of yourself did you come to learn and understand and value and appreciate? Okay, because there's always, 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 always a blessing, in our experiences and you becoming a better person is always something okay that's always a blessing okay i just want you to think about that um that's something i've been thinking about 
and I'm so grateful. I was I was hanging out the other day after a full day of clients, and I was just like, man, I'm gonna chill and watch some anime. And as I was watching anime, I was just like, I'm grateful. No matter what's going on, no matter what's transpired, no matter the setbacks, the hangups, you know, the disappointments, the letdowns, whatever. In this moment, I am grateful. And all I'm doing is watching anime. <laughs> I had a full day of clients and then I got to spend the rest of my night just watching anime. And it's something so simple and sweet about that that I loved. And I was like, this, this is everything. And this can exist partially because of everything that I've been through up until now. Right, so that's all I got for you guys. Coaching is available. I have a few more slots left. It's getting busy, y'all. Holiday season is getting crazy. But if you want one-on-one um, -on -one coaching and you want to work through some things, uh, the link is in the description of this episode. Uh, book a session. Or sign up to be a client. always down to help somebody get better right um i don't know what's happening to my voice but it's happening so with that being said take care of yourselves guys i hope you have an amazing thanksgiving uh with family you know chosen family or your family i hope you just have people around that remind you of the blessing that is connection and i hope you are aware of that in yourself i hope you are working to be that in somebody else's life, okay, um, and just take it all in, right, take it all in, because you never know how you're impacting somebody, but never hesitate to let somebody else know how much they're impacting you, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, take flight.